This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And we're here live out at Dupree Park in Woodstock, Georgia, and you're going to hear some, who knows, some animal sounds, some trash compactor sounds, maybe some kids, you never know out here at the park maybe some nice birds as well but i'm out uh, here at a table with michelle morris welcome michelle thank you and we're going to talk today about a very interesting topic one that uh, i honestly am not very good at we're going to talk about this idea of emotional processing how do you process emotions and uh Michelle is going to walk us through some of that a little bit. And to start off with, Michelle, you had a pretty rough last few months. Can you tell us just a quick high level what happened? Sure. So in March of 2021, I was in a pretty serious uh, vehicle accident. It landed me in the hospital for uh, close to a month. And so I'm on my slow uh, but steady journey to recovery physically, um, emotionally and uh, mentally and um, maybe in a few other aspects too. <laughs> so wow this uh, when it comes to this idea of emotions I mean it you had to have a flood of emotions hit you once you woke up in the hospital and you started to comprehend what happened can you describe some of the emotions you felt? Sure. The first emotion was definitely gratitude and relief. I was so grateful I was alive. I was so grateful that my toes wiggled. Mm. Um, One of the thoughts that went through my mind is um, the concern for paralysis. And so wiggling those toes was a huge blessing. So just finding joy and gratitude and relief in um in god's preservation of my life and and my um functionality i guess Mm. well so you wiggle the toes you get through that it's like wow okay this is okay what happened after that what other emotions started coming up well it's tough when you put it in the context of the hospital because there's medication and Mm. emergency surgery and um you're just kind of in an altered state with the extreme pain levels so um it's it's uh that's a tough question to answer to go back to that moment um it's the whole gamut uh it's was it more instead of emotions was there just a lot of thoughts just rushing through your mind in the midst of that or did it you have to really wait till you were out at least in recovery in the hospital and then getting out later i think it's like every life storm it's um that is one of those life altering storms that we that we all go through at at different seasons is it's it's all at once you've got tons of thoughts tons of feelings everything's all interconnected um, your core belief about God is is tested, his character, who he is. Mm. Your relationships are tested. And so I think it was just taking it moment by moment, literally throughout each day. Um, and even, even in this season, continues to be um, moment by moment through the day, 
just facing what this moment is and staying present mm. in this moment. In the time when you got out of surgery, you're in the hospital, up to this point, I'm sure you had different emotions that rose to the surface. Mm -hmm. Do you remember some of those emotions? Um, let's see, emotions of, um, boy, I'm, it, it's, it's, it, that's a tough one. I know. It's a tough one to answer. Um, Was there anger? Did that There's been up? anger. Yeah, definitely. There's been anger, um, frustration, um, feeling misunderstood, mm. um, feeling betrayed, uh, feeling abandoned, feeling supported. It's the whole gamut because wow. like I'm saying, moment by moment, in, in one moment, in one area, feeling uh, abandoned and in other moments, feeling so loved and cared for and supported, um, feeling angry and feeling comforted, um, feeling confused. So it's the elastic band. I, I have said for years that our emotional capacity, God has given us the ability to concurrently feel what we would consider opposite emotions, mm -hmm. um, to both feel, for example, abandoned in some respect and yet comforted and supported on the other end mm -hmm. at the same time. Wow. Um, sometimes we get very confused by that, but I kind of set aside the confusion going that that's how God made us to be, is we can feel multiple things that we would call opposites uh, at the same time. So is there a way, I mean, is there, when you're feeling these, are they, is the right word conflicting or what's the right word? Mm -hmm. Sure, that's a great word for it. Conflicting emotions. How do you process through those? Is there, is there a formula? Is there, I mean, how do you process? This is, this is life. This is big, challenging life stuff. It really is. It really is. So I'll say at this stage, I have not fully processed through and my, mm -hmm. my Canadian roots are going to show. Here it comes. Process. Here it comes. Process. We'll get through it. <laughs> um, I have not fully processed uh, my emotions. And, um, and so there are formulas out there. Uh, there are guides to it, I would say. Yeah, we're all individuals and the way that we grieve is different. The way we process can be different. Some people need to write it out. Um, some people need to talk it out. Some people need to pray it out. Um, there's a journey that we go on. And uh, I'd say one part of that process is knowing this is a journey. Mm -hmm. This is not, um, when these big life events hit, probably not going to be, um, oh, I, I, I talked it through with my friends and, uh, and now I'm good and I'm just past it. It's going to be multiple conversations, multiple journey, journal entries, um, multiple um, evenings of prayer, multiple times of crying, um, all of these different things that get us in touch with identifying what am I feeling in this moment and the biggest thing I would say is inviting the Lord into whatever that feeling is, whether that's that moment of gratitude, um, Lord, you've preserved my life, whether that's the moment of abandonment and saying, Lord, I feel abandoned right now. I feel um, 
rejected or ignored and really inviting him into the pain of that. Um, I invited Jesus into the physical pain, um, going through cycles of extreme excruciating pain at times and calling out to him and inviting him into um, the, the physical pain as well. And uh, so the thing that I, I think sometimes uh, off, often happens is we're in a painful place, we're in a storm, we're in a trial, and we take offense with God. Mm. And taking offense with God cuts us off from the divine comfort that we desperately need. Tell me again, define taking offense with God. Why did you let this happen to me? Mm. I have served you. I'm in full-time Christian ministry. I am walking with you. Um, I don't have these big, you know, crazy scenarios in my life. You've given me victory over so many areas. And I'm here. I'm serving you. How dare you mm. let this happen to me? Um, so when, when it happens, when the accident happens, the cancer happens, the divorce happens, the, uh, the affair of our partner happens, um, all of these things, the getting fired from our job happens, and we turn to God and say, y- you, if you really loved me, mm-hmm. let me define for you what love is, God. If you loved me, you would not let this happen. So this isn't God being mad at you. Nope. Because this happened. No. So what is it? <laughs> uh, he's revealing that to me. One thing that I feel God spoke to me when I was in the hospital was that uh, the enemy asked for my my life. Mm. And God, um, God spoke to my heart, um, not with that audible voice to my ears, but spoke to my spirit and said, the enemy asked for your life. And I said, no. Mm. Wow. So that's why I have so much gratitude that um, my body was broken and my life was preserved. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm so grateful for that. But I see God's hand of love in that. But it's not easy. No, it's not been, it's not been easy. It's not been comfortable. Um, but it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. What helps it make it gooder? <laughs> what helps what has helped you make it um, better? I think looking for those moments of clarity with God of what he's up to, of what he's doing i I know in a, in another respect um, God's given me a confirmation that a work that he really started in my life in 2013 of experiencing his profound love for me um, in a very practical way uh, of getting it from my head that Jesus loves me into really experiencing and walking in and and just resting in God's love for me. Um, This whole experience has reconfirmed to me that the work that he started in my life in 2013 in a profound way is is rock solid. uh, my favorite pastor is uh, Pastor Stephen out in Choctaw at Grace Community Church, and he has said often from the pulpit that everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Mm-hmm. And you've got to look at what remains after everything is shaken. Only what's founded on Jesus is going to remain. And I feel like through this whole experience, God has said, let me show you some things that you have built on me 
um, on this foundation of Jesus, and I'm going to shake it. I feel like I went inside a uh, snow globe mm. and got shook, but hard. And um, and here is Jesus saying, "You see what's left? Um, this intimate connection to my love. Um, I'm not trying to convince myself Jesus loves me through mm-hmm. this. I'm just resting." in knowing and hearing his voice speak to me his love to me and um and that's a work of seeing the fruit of what god started doing many years ago so it sounds like god's not mad at you god is simply loving you to say that as he shakes and as things as life shakes us as he allows us to be shaken what remains is Jesus. It's it's true. And I think my old paradigm was, well, Jesus is with me. And that's true. Jesus mm-hmm. is with me. But the gospel is so much more than that. Um, maybe the, the old covenant would have been Jesus is with me. Jesus is in me. Wow. Jesus so is true. in me. So whether I'm Lying in the road, <laughs> lying in Which an you ambulance, were, yes, or uh, lying in an ER, lying in uh, the OR, in a recovery room, in a rehab unit, in my own bed, um, here in the park today. Mm. Jesus Himself, His Spirit, is actually in me, with me, um, hopefully, being manifested through me, as I as I just walk hand in hand with Him in that. How have other people helped you? Has that been a help having a network of people around you? Yeah, community is so great. I think sometimes we hear, um, you just need Jesus and only Jesus. There's some truth in that. There's seasons that God strips us of so much and all we're left with is him. And yet God designed humans to need community, to thrive in community. In fact, I think that healing, uh, both internal and external healing, happens best when we are in healthy community where we can show up authentic, Mm -hmm. where everyone's just showing up authentic, which doesn't, sometimes that's messy for me to be authentic. I'm going to show some of the junk that I'm carrying around. But um, community has been huge. There's just been a huge outpouring of emotional support, um, financial support, prayer support has been huge. And that has, I, I almost in a tangible way have felt the, the prayers of people being answered in, in sustaining me through, through the darkest hours. Hmm. That's where many of us, uh, we fail. We try to do it alone and uh, we need each other. And we have to have the freedom to ask for help. Um, we have to listen to the Spirit's prompting of, of reaching out when people are in need. And I'm grateful that not everybody reached out the first week. Mm. I've needed, uh, because this is such a, uh, this is long-term. a long-term situation for me, I need people in each of these different phases. And so some people, they're carrying some guilt that they waited six weeks to reach out to me or eight weeks. And I'm no like, guilt. no, no. <laughs> thank you for waiting because um, I wasn't, you know, I had other people six weeks ago and now I have you here supporting me, calling me, emailing me, sending me a card. Um, so I, I think sometimes we beat ourselves up when others in our community need help. Um, 
again, we got to let that go, walk in grace and just say, okay, Lord, I felt that prompt for two weeks and yet you know it would take two weeks of prompting to get mm -hmm. me here. Let me just trust your timing and send the note now, make the call now and just leave the, leave the results with Are him. the notes and the calls helpful? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, because it says, I am for you and I am praying for you. I am with you even though I can't be with you. Wow. So of all these ideas you've mentioned on processing emotions, what were some of the ideal ways that you processed? Was it journaling? I know it's all the above. Did you have one that really helped you the most? I'd say in this season it has been listening to messages online mm -hmm. and, and um, prayer with the Lord. Um, I've not, my normal go-to would be journaling and more reading, but I've not been in that place um, just because of being on pain medication mm -hmm. um, in a beautiful way. That's my go-to was sort of taken away for this season. How about that? And so I was left with um, doing something different in this season. And I'm still, I'm doing something different. And it is somewhat day by day, again, taking maybe it's worship, some uh, worship songs have been really um, precious to my heart in this season. Uh, the song Jaira, Mm -hmm. um, if you're familiar with that one, wow, that has just been uh, pretty much every day I start my morning listening to that song or wake up in the middle of the night finding my, my spirit singing that song in, in different uh, phrases, different verses of that song, just singing out to the Lord in the night and uh, resting in, in His provision. What does your routine look like right now? I know it's changed over this as the journey continues. What is your normal routine? Mm, it's uh, wake up in the morning and everything just takes time. So it is taking most of the morning just to get up, do some stretching, um, try to try to loosen up, eat breakfast, you know, put on worship music while I eat or listen to a, a message online while I eat breakfast and set up my medications for the mm. day. And I'm taking a ton of vitamins too to give my body nutrients yes. um, to rebuild itself in this season. And then, wow, every, every day is just different. different. Yeah, it's different. There might be doctor's appointments, physical therapy appointments, um, goodness, uh, visits from people. Um, I have some amazing community that has set up a, a meal train and so I set it up so folks either bring lunch or dinner and hopefully stay for a visit just mm. to have some um, personal contact there. Um, I limit my television watching um, because I don't find that really beneficial right. for my healing journey. I think it's nice to just zone out a little bit sometimes. And then, um, I don't know, I really... Wow, is it... Uh, what was you said you know when you got out and you you're a strong lady obviously always have been um in your routine that you uh, had maybe in the past you said your go-to was kind of taken away some of your go-to um were there other go-to's that god just kind of said just put that on hold for a bit and uh, that you love to do but you just can't do it right now oh yeah well hiking and being really physically active um yeah, going to the gym and working right. out. So that's 
my gym is now um, three pound weights. I'm used to doing some like s- ten times that. It's like at least oh my gosh, <laughs> arm curl like doing forty, fifty pound arm curls and doing three pound arm curls and going, whoo! I got to breathe through that. <laughs> wow. For those who might be going through a hard time right now and uh, they're trying to deal with all these conflicting emotions, uh, any other tips or I don't want to say tricks, but any other tips you might have for them? Yeah, I would check in with your heart. If, If you have taken offense at God or you're taking offense at God, double check if you laid, um, if you made a bargain with God. Um, for something that he never promised you. Mm. Um, God did not promise that I would not be in a vehicle accident. God did not promise that um, my legs would work. I'm grateful they do, but um, I I double-checked in my concordance, and I couldn't find (laughs) any Bible verse that supports that there's a guarantee um, that I'm going to get the use of my legs um, or any such thing. The promise is, I am with you. In this world, you will have trouble. Take heart. I have overcome the world. Um, my spirit is joined with Jesus' spirit. And so let's make sure that we stand on the promises. And I, just when you go through something like this, and someone even says that word, you got to stand on these promises. I'm grateful I can stand. Mm-hmm. That is a whole new meaning to say I, I stand on these promises of drawing near to the really what God did promise is to be with us, to be in us, to walk us through this. Um, I'm not the only one crying. I know that Jesus has shed some tears over um, what I've been through. And that's tender. Mm-hmm. That's just tender to my heart because um, he loves me. He does. Mm. Well, with that, I'm going to close this out. And the purpose of this podcast is to help help others walk free. And that's what Grace Ministries is all about. We want to help others walk uh, walk free. And that's in your emotions. Uh, That's your entire person. So we hope this has been helpful. And we hope you can tune in again to our next podcast. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.